Welcome to episode number 26 of the Better With Brock podcast. I'm here with Anthony Michael. We just did a photo shoot this morning. Probably our second one that we've done so far. Third. Third. Okay, sorry. Third. 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 Give us an introduction because I probably won't do it justice. (laughs) Um, Well, what would you like to know? Uh, How would you describe myself? How would I describe myself? I would say photographer, videographer... Real estate agent yes. or realtor? Everyone hates real estate agents. Okay. Everyone yeah. does. I so I like to out. say property sales. Okay. Okay. Property <laughs> Sounds sales. Sounds a bit more elite than real estate agent, doesn't it? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, you said not to mention the other word, so I won't mention that. Which is the other word? Um, the company. The, oh, retail. Yeah, yeah. JB Hi-Fi. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, like I started at JB Hi-Fi in like 2004. Okay. And I think I was at JP Hi-Fi for like, I'm still there one one day a month, yeah. but I've been there for like 17, 18 years. But mm. over that time, I probably quit eight or nine times to travel. Yeah. So essentially, JP Hi-Fi, real estate, photography, filmmaking, writing, directing. Travel. Traveling. Travel bug. Yeah. Like extraordinaire. A, yeah. So, yeah, I guess. Everything. How do you wrap that up in one thing? No, you can't. You can't I, I won't put you in a box like that, but. <laughs> Thank you. I, I guess introduce yourself. Um, why you got into well because I met you through photography or yes. like Instagram and yeah. you know I saw your work um, yeah well I guess take us from the start like where'd you grow up sure. what was school like you know yep. did you study or did you go straight into work yep. and then how you kind of ended up doing this wide well, array of things I think well I grew up on the Sunshine Coast born in Sydney raised on the Sunshine Coast uh, from the age of five or six um, in high school I think it was like year 10 or 11 I started using the video camera at school and started mm. filming all the school events. What sort of video camera was it at the time? It was it was one of those giant ones you put on your shoulder. <laughs> yeah. You put a VHS in the camera in order to record. Wow. That's how bad it was. The camera's like the size of a VHS. Literally, now. it was insane. Like yeah. the VHS mechanism would close. You were probably still in diapers at that point. <laughs> what year was it? It was 1997. Yeah, I was four. You were four. I was probably still you wearing diapers at four. You never wow. know. Wow. Well, God, I hope not. <laughs> my goodness. Um, and then I think it was like 2003 or four, I got really depressed at some stage in my life and I picked mm. up a camera for the first time in like four or five years and I just started shooting my friends. Mm. And then it gradually grew and grew and grew and then I opened my business doing it in 2007. And since then, photography has been like my outlet. Mm. Um, some people have fitness, some people have yoga or some people write or whatever it may be for mm. me it's always been photography is my escape goat so so um, what was so freeing about photography when you did it like you said um, you were depressed or and, and and then it helped you or it did. you know maybe you weren't feeling yourself and then you picked it up I, and I you think felt it was better. the creative aspect getting creative and using mm. my mind on something that wasn't focusing on something else um and on top of that having someone in front of the lens of your camera depending on what you're shooting like it's quite a vulnerable thing so mm. many people are uncomfortable in front of a camera they don't mm. like being shot even a photograph you know you go to dinner oh, let's get a picture everyone oh no they don't they just yeah i'm sitting on the wrong side of the yeah, table oh <laughs> i'm on the wrong side i need the, the lighting is wrong you know they all chuck a fit and i'm like yeah to have someone f- like in front of your camera for an hour or two getting professional photos it's an experience that you will only ever have mm. no one else will ever have you get to see that person at the most vulnerable in a way so um, yeah, it's a really cool experience. I love that. So what would your advice be for people that feel uncomfortable in front of a camera? Because now everyone is taking photos yeah. of themselves, videoing yep. themselves. Everyone's trying to start a personal brand yes. or even just like I'm about to be a father. People just take so many videos and photos of their babies. They like, really like, like do. Everyone's just like <laughs> capturing their whole life. Yeah, they do. Like how do people get comfortable in front of a camera, whether it's um, a photo or, or a video? 
Well, like, how do you make people feel comfortable? Because we've done a few. We've uh, done a few, a few things, and you, yeah. I think, distract me well. I do distract you well. I think it's all about having fun. Like, don't take it too seriously. Just have fun with it. Laugh. Have a conversation. Get like if you get along with the person, the energy's great. It's even better. You're going to have an even better time. Uh, but if you're stiff and nervous about how you're going to look or how they're going to turn out, don't worry. You know, there's Photoshop to fix everything you hate. <laughs> you know, and people are so precarious of that. I don't use Photoshop. I, I'm a natural photographer. Do. You do, of course, <laughs> you do. Everything's fake at Brock Ashby. No, uh, I I just um, how do how do you make someone okay? I guess. When you're younger, you just want to look older. When you're older, you want to look younger. But in between, there's a point where you just go, fuck it, I'm done. I don't care. Let's just yeah. do whatever. If you can just get to that stage and not care, someone else is going to appreciate that you're in the photo with them because when you're dead, they're going to look back and go, oh, we've got no photos of that person. Mm. But if you've just taken the time to be in a selfie or get a, a portrait or a headshot or whatever it is, even for a LinkedIn profile, anything like – there's nothing wrong with getting a photo taken. It's not mm. a big deal. It documents who you are. But you how know? do you get to a point where like, oh, I'm just going to have fun because most people hate it. A lot of people do hate it. But so how do you get to that point of, oh, this is fun? Well, they say they hate it and then you might catch them off guard looking at themselves in their phone trying to get the right selfie taking 60 shots. It's mm. like, you know, you know you look good on camera. You just want to get the right angle and you're afraid of someone else not getting the right angle or making you look dreadful. And I guarantee mm. you when anyone ever takes a photo of you, like a dinner or a birthday <laughs> or a wedding, oh, God, I look fat, I look dreadful. Well, what would you do differently if you felt great on the day? Mm. You know, on the day you feel a million bucks, you're dressed up, but you still think you look crap in photos. It doesn't make sense to me. Mm. It blows my mind what people think yeah. that. Well, I guess the best way to do it, and this is just coming from a personal trainer perspective. Here is we go. <laughs> Is um, and this might sound harsh, but Get ripped. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a better way to put it of what yeah. I was going to say. But yeah, put the work in. Yeah, like that true. does help you. Like, like I understand the whole confidence thing as well because I'm 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 big on that. Like, yeah. But I guess as someone that has, I guess, grown up skinny and like never really been overweight, it's hard for me to say, oh, just enjoy it. Yeah. Because it's like, well, you know, you haven't been fat. Like that's yeah. just not how my genetics work. I, I kind of work the other way around. But, but someone could be fat and feeling incredible and they love getting their photo taken. Yeah. It just depends mentally, I guess, also mm. where you're at, mm. you know. But I, yeah, I agree. Go in the gym, motivating yourself, feeling better within yourself is obviously yeah. going to make you feel more comfortable in photos filming everything you know and the worst so thing about photos is they make you look bigger than you actually are they add 10 kilos yeah it's dreadful or yeah. i look at photos of myself and go to i actually look like that <laughs> like i recently had a birthday and i looked at the photos of myself <laughs> and i just went i did not look like that on the night but i do that's what you look like it is what it is, it is. Like you can't photos don't that. lie they yeah. don't lie yeah. and that's terrible it's, it's made mm. me wake up and go i really need to change things yeah. <laughs> you know so so what's been like your favorite experience as a photographer um or some of the, some of the favorite shots you've that I've been on, or? yeah, you've taken, or favorite locations you've been, favorite things that you've captured. Yeah, because you showed me some of the travel stuff. That yep. waterfall was amazing. I don't know Iceland. where it was. Iceland, Iceland, that was amazing. Like um, you've been to some significant, like some beautiful places. I really have. I've done a lot of traveling, and I, I started traveling in I think two thousand four was my first major trip overseas. Went to America, mm. and then the next year I said I'm. To my dad, I'm going to move to London. He's like, well, whatever you save, I'll match it. And I was like, brilliant. So I saved five grand. He gave me five grand. Wow. And I went to London for two years. I hope my dad's listening. <laughs> <laughs> I hope any parents listening <laughs> go, support your child. Dad, <laughs> did you hear that, Dad? <laughs> um, so I guess for me to be able to, like a lot of photographers will only capture one thing. They'll either do people or travel photography or food or whatever it is. 
I, I love capturing everything. I love shooting people, men, mm. women, weddings, babies, uh, families, kids, food. I've done eight cookbooks. I've shot a lot of food. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've shot eight cookbooks. It's amazing. And getting to taste all the food at the end oh, of what you shoot it Post as well. Of the job. Yeah. Um, photography is rewarding for me because not only am I being creative, but I'm experiencing new things that, um, mm. like in places, like to be able to go to a place and capture it and bring that home with you. A mm. lot of people just get out their iPhone and take a shitty shot of the clouds <laughs> and a little bit of the building. It's like, you you got the wrong angle there, babe. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's so bad. But, uh, I guess the best thing I've taken out of photography is that it's taken me all around the world with it multiple times. Mm. I've traveled all over the world shooting everyone and mm. everywhere. Um, and that's probably the most rewarding part of it, meeting people from other cultures and mm. learning new languages and learning things from people, connecting again in ways that you wouldn't if you were just having a conversation. So, mm. yeah, it's continually rewarding. I love it. So what makes a good shot? What makes a good shot? Because there's so many photographers, there's so many photos. Some just look amazing, some look terrible, like you said. Like what to you makes a good shot? I think you've got to have the eye. You've really got to have a good eye for photography. Um, I hate it. Like my, my biggest thing I hate is when you go overseas and you go, oh, excuse me, sir, Matt, would you mind taking a photo of oh. me and my friend at this monument? And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. They take the picture and you look at it and you go, is it good? You're like, it is. Thank you so much. <laughs> and then you're like, hold on. I'm going to get somebody else to take this picture. That's why people have drones now. They can just chuck the drone up and get the picture the way they want it. Yeah. Some people just don't know how to take a photo. If someone's older than 50 it's really hard to trust that they mate, nailed it. I've got it. friends in their 20s and they don't yeah. even know how to take oh, a photo mate. sometimes with an iPhone. Mate, I, did a, I, I did a podcast a couple of days ago with yeah. Norma and, yes. and we were at the art gallery in Mossman and the lady that was working behind the desk yeah. was, I don't know, early 60s. Like She's probably listening. <laughs> She's 45. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I, I hope not. But I asked her to take a photo of us. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> so we're standing in front of this painting. Like, I can see it. I'm like, okay, it's like we're in an art gallery. Yeah. It's a painting. It's colorful. Was it all roof and no It'd painting? Be... or? <sighs> so, so I lined it up. I was, like, I was like, just hold it here and take it. So she grabs it, takes a huge step back yeah. and like goes to the side. Yep. Yeah. And then she started zooming in. No. <laughs> yeah, so, so all the steps that she's taken back and went to the side, she's just trying she to make up anyway. for the zoom. So she takes it and it's like half my shoulder's gone. <sighs> um, like like Norma was fine, so that was all good. But yep. it was like from down low, like aiming up. So it was yep. like the top of the painting and the roof and then like stopping at our belly button Who type of thing. to take a picture of the roof? It's yeah. a waste <laughs> of space. So I was, I, I was like, oh, like, like she's like, how was it? I was like, oh, can we try that again? Yep. You know, I, I pushed for it. Yeah. And then I said, just... Just, I said, I don't mean to be rude, but just hold it here. Yes. And just leave it here and yep. just take a photo. Yes. So she goes like this. And then I see her fingers <laughs> coming back in for this bloody zoom. Oh, she's she starts pinching the screen and she sends it in. And, and she shows me and I'm like. Thank you so much. No, I'm like, sorry to be rude, but can you please do it again? Yes. So I, yes. I, I, I grabbed wow. her hand and I said, just leave your hand here and there's no need to zoom. <laughs> you did it. Just hit go. Did and you really? Yeah, and, and we got it, but it took wow. us like five minutes. But see, it's so hard to a trust tr people. A trick around that now is if I have to ask someone to take a picture, I, I go to the spot, I take a picture of how I want it to look, whether someone's there or not, and mm. go, see this framing? That's exactly how I'd like the picture to be taken if you don't mind. Mm. And they're like, yeah, sure, no problems. Then they yeah. take it for me. Might be like a fraction off, but it's enough that I can crop it and make it look great if I need and to. And I think people appreciate a bit of direction they as well. They do. But if you, normally if, like, if someone shows me something, how to do something, I'll remember it. 
Yeah. If you read it or watch it something, like I don't get it. I need someone to show mm. me how to do something first and then I'm good to go. Yeah. And I think if you can apply that when it comes to getting a photo taken <laughs> by a stranger on a street. Yeah. Or, or like, like when that. they start turning their phone, you're like, no, 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 no I can't use no, it. No. Instagram <laughs> hates the sideways. Yeah. yeah. I same at a restaurant the other night where there was eight of us for dinner and uh, she took a photo of us and literally it's our chest up and it's all the trees <laughs> above and we're like, where's our waist? Where's our feet? Like, So I asked her to take another one and she vertically flipped the phone after I told her horizontal. And I was like, oh, no. So she took it. I had to mm. zoom and crop it and edit it and everything, but mm. it just destroys the quality. It's yeah. all grainy then because you've got to zoom in and crop the photos. So it's so frustrating. It is. Now, yeah. why isn't there like an e-book on how to I think there will be soon because everyone's just capturing their life. Like, that. you know, like I said, they're taking photos of everything. Well, being a JB Hi-Fi, women, I'm sorry, just, you know, stereotype. Go women going, go on. Women come in and buy <laughs> a $3,000 iPhone. It's like, you shouldn't be buying it if you don't know how to use it. Mm. And they don't know how to use it. They don't know how to take a picture or how to answer a phone call. That's not just women. That's anyone in general. But yeah, yeah it's really bad. <laughs> so since you've traveled a lot, what would be, I? so I haven't been to Europe, right? So yep. I'm interested in Europe. But in general, where's the best place that you've been? Hard to say. Well, maybe we go top three. You know what? I've been around the world 15 times, multiple other trips, and I always keep going back to a couple of the same places. New York for me. I've been 15 times to New York, 16 times. Mm. It's one of my favourite places on the earth. Yes, it's a city, and I love not being in a city, but if there was a city I was going to live in forever, it would be New York. It's a beautiful place. You've got a mixture of cultures, food, entertainment, everything's like nothing shuts down. It's an unreal place. Mm. Um I don't know if you've ever been to New York, but I've been to New York for yeah. I was there for like twelve hours and then I flew out. I was what literally did you there think for, of it? Did I you get into the city to Manhattan. Yeah, so yeah. we 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 flew in at like ridiculous time, yeah. four in the morning. I was overseas with Jamal and I was training a client actually, and he's from Chicago. Yeah, wow. And he's like, oh, we'll meet in LA. So oh, we real. met in LA. This is the second time I went to to yeah. to train him, and then we we went from LA, then we went to New York, then we went back to Chicago. Um, so New York, yeah, we got there at like Stop 6 a.m. Yep. Um, and then we went to the vessel. Oh, wow. Have you been there? I have. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's I Am Legend, Will Smith. It's that one. The vessel? Is that what you... I don't know. Maybe. It's a boat or the gym? No, it's not a boat or a gym. <laughs> it's not a boat or a gym. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it kind of looks like this. Um, so you know how they <laughs> shave meat off a kebab Yes. Thing? Like the things that turn around? Yes. I kind of see it looking like that and it's like a structure. A structure. Oh, my phone. oh, we're filming with it. <laughs> um, You'll have to Google and show me later. It's oh, a building. The vessel. The vessel. What am I saying? Yes, I've been to the vessel. The big okay. white building. <laughs> it's the white one, isn't it? No, the white building. Oh, God, I'm dreadful. Oh, and I've been man. to New York so many okay. times. So anyway, there's a place. That looks like shaved meat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it it's a kebab. It and it's like... Oh, anyway, it's a structure and you can like walk up and down it and like go to a top. Like it's, oh my it's, God, it's what am I tall. talking about? I know the vessel. The, the brown, the brown. Yes. Yeah, I have been there. What okay, wow. That's only been there like maybe three or four years. Yeah. Hasn't been new. there that long. It's pretty new. Yeah. So, yeah. So we went there. God, this is going to go viral for the guy that doesn't know what the vessel <laughs> yes. is, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, the white building. <laughs> yeah, the, gym. the white building. Yeah, the gym. The boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, so we went there. Yeah, and I don't know what side of New York or where it is in New York, yep. but we, we went there and then we walked down all the busy streets. That's all Beautiful. I know. Like, yep. I don't know what it was. We went past the Rockefeller Center. Beautiful. We went into the Adidas store. I got some shoes there because <laughs> I wanted to say I got some shoes from New York. Yeah, Adidas, cool. you know, like the flagship store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then we went to the park. Well, Central, Central park. park. Yeah. Yep. We went through there. And that's really it, man. I oh. can't get past the shave street. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a place, maybe it's called the Iron? Or something like like there's a 
place, a street where the building's shaped like an iron type of thing. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but we shaped had lunch like there. Iron. Not Chelsea, Chelsea Market down that way. Oh, I, I know, know the one, the big the triangle building. Yeah. Yeah, I know the one. Is it, is it like an iron? Like, it do is. they say yeah, that? Yeah, I can understand that. I forget the name of it. Yeah. It's on 34th Street. I don't know. 34th. But we had lunch there. Beautiful. Then we walked down, yeah, to the park and then we flew out. Like, it was just yeah, like literally quick, in and it? out. But yeah. what did you think of it? Oh, we went to the main place. What's that place where the big um, screens are? Oh, man, we went to the top of the Empire State uh, Building. You? How <laughs> could I forget <laughs> How that? How could you forget that? Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. went there and then we also went to, um, oh, what, uh, what was I saying just before? Um, the shaved meat? No, 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 no. <laughs> After the, the iron? After the iron, um, Rockefeller Center. Rockefeller, Walk yep. past that. Oh, mate, I'm getting lost. Anyway, <laughs> didn't spend much time there. But do you have a desire to I go back? Not really. Like I was saying to you before, you said yep. that you loved London. Yes. And I've just heard yep. that it's a lot of buildings, it's a yep. lot of architecture, museums, yep. and stuff a like that. A lot of history in London. Yeah, a lot of history. Yep. I'm I'm not super fascinated with that stuff. I'm more yep. like, let's go to a beach, let's yep. go, you know, swim I, in some I blue am water, like that as well. Cliff jumping. See, I love all that. And being you know, living on the Sunshine Coast, we've got all that. Mm. Mountains, beaches, everything, you name it. Um London. I mean, I've lived there five years in my life, two years in 2005 and six, again, 14, 15, 13, 14, 15. Um, and I loved it, but it's a very hard place to live if you don't have a good job and good money. Mm. Um, but if you go in there for a visit, culture's great. Jump on a red bus, you know, get mm. on a tube, go see all the cultural sites. There's a lot of history in London. It's a beautiful place. And the people are generally very friendly there, but there are a lot of tourists. And after coming back from London only a few weeks ago, there's millions. There are millions of people travelling there at the moment. And especially mm. since the Queen passed away, I think I got home like five days before that happened. And there was already millions of people there and then more people just flew in for that yeah. to be a part of history. So good people, good place. And mm. I, I do miss it. But um, it's not a long-term place to live for me. Yeah. I could do another year or two, but I couldn't live there for the rest of my life, I don't think. So So New York is number one? New York is number one. Like you were saying? Love, and what else? Love Hong Kong. Like Hong Kong. Pre-COVID. Love Hong Kong. Love Venice. Iceland, I've got some good friends that I used to work with in 2005 when I lived in London and worked at Harrods. I met an Icelandic girl um, and her partner at the time, well, they're still together actually, they moved back to Iceland a few years later. So I've been a few times now to visit them. Mm. And every time I go, Iceland's one of those places where they used to get five or 600,000 tourists a year and now they're getting two and a half million a year because so many films are being shot there. Um, crews, everyone just wants to see all the natural beauty and that's the difference with going anywhere else in the world. Iceland is completely all natural beauty. Mm. Glaciers, mountains, waterfalls, like it's all scenic. And do you know any of the movies that have been shot there? Yeah, um, Oblivion with Tom Cruise was shot there. Oh, Fast I love and the that Furious. movie. Yeah, it's a great film. Great so film. I've, all, seen, I've actually seen that yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> you've seen it. It's amazing. <laughs> so all of that volcanic uh, black ash that he is on, that is yeah. in Iceland. I still don't understand that movie, by the way. Oblivion? Yeah. We'll talk after the podcast. Yeah, okay. You could fill a whole podcast. <laughs> it's a great film. Yeah. Um, Die Another Day, 007. No. There's lots of films that are being shot there mm. and TV series that are being shot there at the moment as well. Mm. And after being there, the first time was 2015 and again a few weeks ago and to see the difference each three times that I've gone in the town and how much it's grown at a rapid rate, it's mm. insane. Mm. Um, but it's a very expensive place. Everything's imported obviously because yeah. they can't grow anything really because it's so cold. So mm. very expensive place. I think three vodkas cost us 90 Australian dollars. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it was a lot of money. Some sober nights. Fish and chips cost me like 35, 40 Australian dollars. Like wow. it's not that cheap. I mean, fish and chips back in New Zealand when we used to get them from Fush and Chips. Fush and Chips. Fush and Chips though. Yep. Mate, 10 bucks. 
Yeah, bargain. Just like, well, that's it back home. It's well. like a dollar fifty, like a dollar fifty a scoop, couple yeah. of scoops, fish. Yeah. Mate, if you're balling, you get like a, a burger. <laughs> really? If you're balling, you get a burger. Well, if I was like, say, played rugby in the weekend or yeah. like you know played well or something, yeah. like, I'd be like, Dad, can I get a burger? <laughs> or like hot dogs. I'm not a huge fan of the hot dogs. I prefer a hamburger. Yeah. Unless you're in America, hot dog and a giant hand at a game, a baseball game. Oh yeah, I had a Chicago hot dog. You did? Yeah. What was it like? I liked it. Yeah, onion, yeah. cheese, mustard. What'd you have? I think I had all of them because he's like, um, like the, yeah, the guy that I was there, he's like, you have to experience a true, yeah, true hot dog. But I think a true hot dog over there is like no ketchup or something. Like it's just no mustard. ketchup. It's mustard. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that because I'm a tomato sauce but fiend. I prefer ketchup over tomato sauce. And I had this debate with friends the other day: is hot sauce like? Do you prefer to keep your sauce outside of the cupboard or in the fridge? I, I hate hot sauce. I. But not in terms of oh, spice, oh. in terms of temperature. <laughs> temperature, do you prefer cold in the fridge sauce or outside, like it's, room temperature It's got to be cold. Really? It's got to be cold. Yeah, see, I can't do cold sauce. And everyone's like, do you want some tomato sauce? I'm like, do you have ketchup? And friends like, it's the same thing. It's not the same no, thing. No, it's not the same totally thing. Totally different Ketchup taste. tastes a bit more sweet. It's like sugary. No, tomato Almost. sauce is sweeter. Really? Yeah, because they use less tomatoes and more sweetener, mm. I think. Have you had New Zealand... Tomato sauce, like Watties? No. Watties, okay. yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah Watties. That so, was good. Yeah, That's but there's Watties Homestyle. So my brother used to love that. Really? Homestyle, there's actually like chunks of like onion and tomato Yum. and stuff in it. So it was like, that was like OG tomato sauce. They like don't it have really it here. Tasted, nah. No. Here it's like, I get the Heinz one, which okay. is like 40% less sugar. So yeah. I'm trying to... Which has probably got more fat. Uh, nah, I don't know what's in it. <laughs> <laughs> but you love it. That's the yeah, best part. It, it does taste good. I did want to talk about your other job that we didn't mention. Um, I was going to say food critic, but movie critic. Movie critic. Um, I used to work in radio in 2005 and six. And you said you still have a radio show. I do. And then I quit. And then 2017, I started back at the local radio station on the coast where yeah. a lot of my friends worked. Yeah. What's the station? You want to push it? 91.9 CFM and 92.7 Mix FM. So, and Todd and Sammy are very good friends of mine. I've known Todd 15 years, Sammy about 23 years. And two weeks into getting a job there as a tech. So a tech back then was uh, keeping them on lo- uh, on air when they're at an outside broadcast. Mm. So they said, look, we love movies. I used to work at the cinema. That's how we all met. Why don't you come on our show and do movie reviews? So for almost five years now, I've become a movie critic. So I go to the movies every week, see the latest release and then go on their show and review it. I sort of just take the piss out of movies or I just rave about how good it is. So... Um, uh, but during COVID, it turned to, because the cinema shut down, it turned to streaming. So now every week I do a streaming show and I also do a, a oh. new release at the cinema as well. You must be watching a lot of stuff. How do you find time for that? Well, sometimes I sneakily <laughs> accidentally don't watch it <laughs> and I review it anyway. So yeah. good. Yeah. So great. Haven't seen it, don't know. And then the next <laughs> week I do see it and go, oh my God, I gave that movie that such a good, good review yeah, and it yeah. was so bad. But um since I've come back from overseas this trip the last two months, I just don't have a desire to watch as much as I used to watch. Mm. Is that be because you just stuff. feel like, and this sounds cheesy, but like yep. living your own movie? Yeah, literally, literally. Mm. I've just, it's become less of a priority. As much as movies is my life, I grew up on that. Um, my dad used to manage the state theatre here in Sydney for like 45 years. Mm. So when he retired, he got a Pioneer Pass for free movies for life. So my whole life I've had free movies up yeah. until he cocked it. So. Uh, I've grown up on watching every single movie that's pretty much ever come out. Mm. Um, my back catalogue is extensive. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? well, you're always so disappointed in me that I haven't seen I anything. I am so disappointed. But actually… You haven't like seen Top Gun yet, have you? I haven't, man. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
<laughs> Mate, I've been trying to beg my wife to watch it. She's just not interested in Top Gun. Oh, it's so good. I know. Well, I'm like, now we don't even have to go to the movies. We can it watch it on Amazon. It comes out on Monday no, to could... buy on Blu-ray and DVD. Well, I'm not going to do well, that. Well, you could do it on Amazon <laughs> yeah, as well. Amazon, it was like 25 bucks yeah. to watch. And I was like, I'm keen. But she wasn't keen. So I don't know. I'll have to wait till it, um, You know what? She's I think the it. reason it's done so well is its originality. People... This is a pattern with movies in the last 10 years. People love familiarity. They like watching the same thing over and over. I don't get watching the same movie over and over again. Well, I do that, but Oh, but like, yeah, like something similar. Look at all your Marvels, you know, and all of your DCs and all of those sort of films. They're all the same structure and same pattern. Every year, the top 10 highest grossing films of all time are Jurassic Parks, Harry Potter, Fast and the Furious, Lord Mm. of the Rings, all those. Fast and the Furious. Number 42 must be. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Vin Diesel's going to be 106 (laughs) and he's still going to be driving a car to be electric (laughs) and and, and home. But uh, yeah, I guess everyone just craves that familiarity. Mm. But Top Gun took something that was 36 years old Mm. and recreated that same essence, which is why everyone loved it. And now everyone, I think, wants to jump on that bandwagon. So you've got Beverly Hills Cop four out next year you've got indiana jones five coming out next year harrison mm. ford is 78 Shit. and he, he like the trailer he looks incredible in it wow. so yeah everyone just craves familiarity i think that's why everyone's so content and comfortable just sitting at home watching netflix yeah you know it's but really I, bad isn't it like i am with you on living your own movie yeah. type of thing like me and Kiki have been talking about that for a while now. Like we're like, you know, we'll sit down and well, we don't have a dinner table at this. So we usually just like at yeah. this house. So we usually just sit down and yeah. put our dinner on this table and yeah. just like put TV That's on fine. and stuff. I have a dinner table, but I eat it on the couch. Yeah, but but we have dinner early, so yeah. like five. And then it's like okay. we're not going to watch TV from five till nine. Like yeah. I, I kind of sit there on my phone. I'm posting yeah. content and writing yeah. captions and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But we kind of just sit there and watch it. And then after a while, we just kind of look at each other. We're like, should we just turn this off? Like... It's just in the background. Yeah, but it's just too much sometimes. Like you just sit there and it's just it's just so easy yep. to like uh, like it feels like you're not experiencing anything. Like you're vicariously living through other experiences. I actually unplugged the aerial from my television in 2007 mm. and it's not been plugged in since. Because I used to come home from work, sit in front of the TV for two hours to unwind and do nothing. Mm. And I'd be watching endless crap ads, shows I, I don't even want to watch mm. just because I needed to unwind. I sat there and went, this is two hours of my day every day I could be utilising either going to the gym or doing something productive that I want to do with my life. Well, you have so many things to do. So many things like, to do. Like we can't even keep up with the amount of things that you're doing like and we were literally just talking about this like you have a lot of mates and you see all your friends and stuff like that and i was saying like yeah something has to give like if you want to push certain things and you have so many things to push discipline you know yeah you have to have discipline like that's why i can't sit there and watch like tv for ages because i literally get this voice inside of my head it's quite hard to fight and it's like do this yeah or like Post, you have to. Post you can't this just or, procrastinate. Or go and edit this or yeah. go write this program yeah. or go write this email. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm kind of <laughs> like a slave to the voice. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like just because I've made that habit of doing it. But yeah, yeah, it's it's so easy just to sit there and like just blob out. Dude, James Cameron just recently said because Avatar 2 is coming out in December and he's like... By the way, I'm, I'm so excited for that. I can't wait. That's my favorite so movie of all time. Is it really? Yeah, wow. Avatar. You need to watch Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> it's better than Avatar. Um, and it's actually in the top five highest grossing films of all time now, Top Gun. Yeah. Oh, I top thought it was the biggest. No, it's top five of all time. Okay. Domestic in the States, though it is. But anyway, he came out and said Avatar 2 is two hours, 55 minutes. I'm so in. And he was like, I don't care 
how long it is. He's like, if you can sit down and watch Stranger Things in one night and binge it, you can sit down and watch my movie that's three hours. People give like seven hours and to I something agree. in a they day. They do. Like, like oh, I'm calling in sick and then like I'm like, oh, what'd you do? They're like, watch st- seven st- hours of Stranger yeah, Things. Like, oh, I just watched yeah. about six seasons. I'm Literally. like, what? Each episode of Stranger Things was like an hour 20 this season. So, yeah, if someone can sit down and do that, they can watch a three-hour movie at the cinema. It's not that hard. So, mm. But, yeah, I, I just – I don't watch TV anymore. I, and I barely watch Netflix and I don't normally put anything on in the background mm. to do something. I'll personally sit down and actually watch it. But I have like five or six friends come around every week and we watch a movie or two, you know, one yeah. or two nights a week. We sit there. As soon as it starts, everyone gets their phone out. I'm like, I pause it and go, drop the damn phones. Like, put your phones down. They're like, I'm like, have you seen this? You should bring a safe. I should, shouldn't I? Yeah. Put it in the safe, the yeah. lockbox. Yeah. It's a great idea. Yeah. Put it on a timer for the amount of them. So normally when you do dinner, the first person to touch their phone pays for dinner. I should do that with a movie. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to like create something, like make it fun. Like first person that has to grab it has to do something. Yes. Mm. Run around the street or... Mm. Watch it naked. No, no. (laughs) Watch it naked. My God, that could be dreadful. I look (laughs) like E.T. naked. It's awful. Don't grab the phone. Don't grab the phone. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. But Mm. yeah, I guess I just... um, Back to the travelling thing. Mm. As much as going to all these places I wanted to for the monuments, the older I've gotten, I want to go to these places for the food. Mm. I want to experience the different cultures, the different types of food. Mm. Because as much as we have our own version of Italian and Australian, Japanese, Korean, all of that, I've been to all those countries and it's nothing like what we have here in Australia. Yeah, uh, It's our version of it. Yeah, well, we think Japanese food is like sushi. Yeah. They don't barely even eat sushi in Japan. No, it's I've all luxes and ramens and... Yeah, yeah, a lot of noodles. Lots of noodles. Yeah, yeah. Um, Italy. The food, like the pizzas, are so different. The bases are so different to what you get here. So, yeah, I, I think traveling for me now has become. Yes, I want to go to the place, but I also want to experience the food. Yeah, I think we've gotten so used to experiencing things through the TV screen. Like it we feels have. like it almost satisfies that thing. Like you know, you watch. I don't know what uh, what was that one? It was like Emily in Paris or something like that. Emily in Paris. <laughs> I yeah. unfortunately had to watch that because my wife. Did like, you? What did you was think? Like into it. Uh, I, I hated it. I thought, <laughs> was, I thought I thought that was literally. But for a French waste people, of they did. They hated it. But for us, like people who who are tourists that yeah. go to France or Paris, they loved that. Yeah, but they felt. Know? But also, like for me, like potentially, you could feel. Oh, I went to Paris. Yeah. Or like, you know, like, oh, I know. Well, what during it, COVID like, we did. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, I know what it looks like and stuff. But yeah. it's like, I I think it's almost trapping us in like this whole Ready Player One thing where we just yeah. sit there and like when VR comes out and yeah. everyone's sitting there with goggles on, it's going to be even worse. It is going to be Ready Player One. Yeah. Cause the you, metaverse in Facebook. That's Yeah, well, you can actually walk around these sites and yeah. be like, and be there. And people are there because that's when they shot it type of thing. But. But people do that now. Like you'll go somewhere and go, this was shot here. Let's get a photo at the same place that they shot it. Mm. Instead of just going there and experiencing the history and culture, they want to go there. Oh, they, this movie was shot on this street, on this bridge. Yeah. And they'll go get a photo and that's their documentation of it, which is fun if that's what you want to do. Mm. I've done that. I'm guilty of it. But yeah. I also want to learn about the place I'm going to as yeah. well and the history. So I just think in general, I think people need to do a little bit more. Like in terms of like not trying to make your life busier and stuff like that, but like I guess be more intentional with their time like i don't think you really discover who you are as a person Mm. fully to your full potential until you've 
maybe gone and travelled by yourself, mm. got out of your comfort zone, pushed your boundaries. I did, I'd never been to London and I got on a plane at 22 and just moved there. I had mm. a couple of friends that lived there but I just moved there. And the first month I was like, what the hell have I done? This place is a shithole. Like <laughs> why have I moved here? And then after about two, three months I was like, okay, I'm getting used to it. And now it's like a second home. I love it so much. Mm. Um, I think travelling is one of the best things you could ever do for your, play, for your soul. Yeah, you know? I think – I haven't travelled as much as you, so I don't think I can say that. But you've that still travelled. That's a bonus. Like but I think that, like travelling, like what travelling has done for you. I think moving out of home and like kind of paying your own bills, yes, yes, working a job, like doing all that stuff is so important. You learn so much. It like you become a different you. person. Yeah, yeah, it forces you. And I yeah. think when you stay at home, it's almost like a disservice to yourself. Because you don't grow. But I've got friends, like lots of friends in London, and a lot of them during COVID had to move back in with their parents because work situation, they'd been made redundant or lost their job. Mm. Some people, like some people here might say, well, that's ridiculous. Why would you go back and live with your parents at 35 or 45? But you've got Europe on the doorstep. Two hours, you're on a train to Paris. Hour 50, you're on a flight to Italy. You've Mm. got Europe. You go like for a weekend, you just go away for a weekend to Italy or Greece or Turkey or whatever it may be. Here in Sydney, let's go to Newcastle or let's go down to the southern beaches for the weekend or whatever it is. Mm. It's you're staying in the same country, the same culture, whereas over there it's much more accessible. So it's not frowned upon as much. But by having all those different countries and different languages, you're still pushing yourself to go to a country that you're not familiar with. Yeah. And if you can't speak the language, you've just got to wing it. Mm. What's the best part? Get lost, yeah. you know? Yeah, what's the best thing that you've learned from travelling, you think? Like um, how do you think you grew when you like first travelled? I think... Like you said, you went to London and it was like a shithole, but it, 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 <laughs> it, it, it would have changed you. It made me appreciate where I was from, home, more. It made me realise how lucky I have it here in Australia. But at the same time, it also made me realise how much I'm missing out on in my life. Mm. Um, and I've got friends that are 30s, 50s, 40s that have never been out of the country. They've never left Australia. A couple have never even left the state of Queensland. And I just go, how do you know what you want from life or anything until you've gone and experienced other cultures i think from a very young age when you've got kids i think it's the most important thing to do is to get on a plane and just go and explore Mm. get lost have fun it's the experience of it all you know you can do that here but it's not the same yeah my brother would always say to me that i was not small-minded he would say like like you just need to see more places like you don't have kind of an experience of culture yeah and i was like culture man i was just like let's just work hard and like you know i just want to put my head down that's not a bad thing yeah and i learned a lot from applying myself and working hard but i also when i first went so i had a big realization when i first went to bali yes oh yeah mate i was like it's the first time i'd been like like, a third world country like yeah yeah i was shocked yeah First of all, I was shocked at the amount of people that were trying to steal my bag when I got to the airport (laughs) trying to get me in their car. I was like, no, I'm looking for a sign that says Brock. (laughs) But just seeing the stray dogs, the people on the side of the road, like when my brother, (laughs) I was like, mate, I need petrol for the the scooter. And he's like, it's on the side of the road. And I was like, I can't see anything that looks like a fuel station. It's just bottles. And he was like, no, 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 it's here. And I was like, Mate, those are vodka bottles. Yeah. Absolute vodka. He said, that's the fuel. It's the fuel. And I was like, well, how much is it? And like I was asking bucks, him. Yeah. And, and he goes, you have to ask. Because yeah. it's always different. Yeah. Sometimes I get it for seven, some yeah, well, for five, rip you some off for go, ten. Oh, he's never been here before. Exactly. Let's do it. So so like they were like, oh, it's this. And I said, oh, my brother said it's this. And, he, and then he goes, oh, yeah, okay, I can do that. And I was like, this yeah. is so dodgy. Yeah. <laughs> but, but just the, the struggle that people had to face. Like 
but, we but would have a driver you know? all day and he would sit in the car all and day. just wait. Yeah. And I was like, I used to ask him, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. And he's like, I'll just sit here. And yeah. I was like, man. But that's the thing, like, you look at, look at us here. If we don't have a 7-Eleven or a Woolworths or a Coles or an Aldi nearby, oh, God, I've got to get in the car. I've got to drive there now. <laughs> this is shit. Over there, they don't have anything. They live in a small little 4 by 4 tent or a tin shack. Yeah. And they give up a resort to entertain you and feed you and let you have drinks and massages and everything to earn next to no money. But that's their culture. They love to welcome people and be hospitable. Mm. Same with Fiji, uh, Vietnam mm. as well. Now, my friends were like, you're not going to Vietnam. I said, yeah, I am going for two, three weeks. They're like, it's not for you. You're not going to like it. It's a third world country. You're going to hate it. This is before I'd been to Bali. So I only went to Vietnam four years ago and they're like, you're going to hate it. It's third world. Within five minutes of getting out of the airport, there was people bikes everywhere like it was mental mm. and i was like this is so awesome yeah. <laughs> and after two days probably the know, roads there are just it nuts was nuts like you would see a motorbike go past you at like 80 k's now and it has a baby a six-month <laughs> infant on the front the woman's holding yeah. and a child on the back and you're like how but um it's their way of life it's their way of living and they're so hospitable and they love welcoming people into their lives so mm. A third world country will shock you if you've never been. Yeah, it gave um, me the deepest sense of gratitude. Like I already had a gratitude practice. I'd yeah. wake up and say, I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful yeah. for that. But when I went there and actually saw it, I understood what my brother said. Yeah, You know, you can say that you're grateful, but to actually be in a place where experience you experience that. gratitude because you're like, I don't have that or I don't have to work that hard where, yeah. you know, I'm living in this small house and staying in a car all day yeah. and driving a scooter with, you know, three kids on the front yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like doing all this stuff. But, but, like but we the, get too content here and we complain about so much. Like Our problems are so It's abysmal. so trivial. We're like, oh God, the traffic's terrible today. It's going to take me yeah. 10 more oh, minutes it's raining. to get there. It's raining. <laughs> You're alive. You've woken up. Yeah. Like I just, I can't stress enough. I just wish everyone would uh, relax. Mm. Just you're breathing. You've got it. You've got a life. You've got a beautiful, beautiful friends, partner. Maybe you know. Mm. Just be grateful for what you've got in your life because a lot of people, a mm. lot more people, are suffering worse than what you've got. Yeah, my you driver, um, Yn was was his name, and he, <laughs> he actually told me that there's only about four names in Bali, yeah, and they just kind of <laughs> choose different versions of the same name. Really, but anyway, he was saying, like, <laughs> it was funny. It was like it's kind of like happy Yn or like. Fat oh, yeah. YN. <laughs> really? Like sad YN or like weird YN. Like it's kind of like there's four different names and they just add yeah. certain things to it. But anyway, yeah. I digress. <laughs> so he was my driver from a client. He, he was like, oh, I have a driver. He'll, you know, he'll drive yeah. you around and stuff. And I was like, oh, awesome. So he was driving me around and, you know, it was like $70, but he was there all day. Like he worked a big day, like yeah. 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. We're going around all these different places. We would be wanting so much more money than that. <laughs> Like yeah. Oh, yeah. Out. Yeah. My Uber last night was $71 <laughs> from the airport. Yeah, like for 30 minute drive. F- 15 minutes. 15. Like, yeah. Ah. Yeah. Wow. So, so on the last day, I was staying at a hotel, right? And he told me this story while we were, while we were driving one day that to wear something white yep. meant so much to him because he said it's clean, it's pure. Yeah. And he was wearing a t shirt that, a previous client of his gave him okay. that was white. Because I said, oh, that's a cool top. Yep. You know, we were just talking and he said, yep. yeah, I like it because it's white. Yeah. And I was like, you know, what's so cool about what's it? He said it's because it's clean and it's pure. Yeah. So I got him this dress shirt from the hotel that I was staying at, which was like super overpriced. <laughs> it was like $100. And I was oh like, goodness. it's just a white shirt. Anyway, yeah. I was like, I want to give it to my driver just because he appreciated yeah. that it was white. Like yeah. we don't think, like we think, I like this shirt 
because it looks cool, yeah. not because of the color yeah. and the symbolism. The significance of it, yeah. Yeah, and it was, to me, it was beautiful. So I was like, okay, like I wanted to give him a shirt because he'd just been awesome. How did he react? Mate, he was so grateful. That's amazing. He was so grateful. He was like, thank you so much. I'm going to wear this to my next church service. And That's then, awesome. like, like when I flew back, he sent me a WhatsApp image and he had this, he had the white yeah. shirt on. Hey, that's and so his, good. Like, his, his two kids and his wife had, yeah. the, had white on and they were at yeah. a service. Dude, you paid it forward. It was so beautiful. You paid it forward. That's yeah. awesome. But he, like, he ended up taking me into his house and he showed me where really? he lived. And what was it like? It was, it's hard to see how they live, you yeah. know, like it's, it's, it's rough, you know, like. Yeah. I live in a one-bedroom apartment. I complain it's so small, but I'm like, man, yeah. you know, like they literally have a house. But it's, it's the size it's of your bathroom. <laughs> well, yeah. it's, it, it was actually pretty decent size, but they have it, like it's symbolic. They're like, this is where the grandparents stay. This is where yeah. um, we stay, and this is yeah. where the children stay. Like it's, it's quite like. And then when you move up, you know, if, yeah. when you become a grandparent, you move to that side yeah. of the house, and it, it was but then guests like we go over there and we get put up in a five-star resort. Exactly, man. Yeah, it's crazy just the difference of the lifestyles that you yeah. can live. But yeah, he took me to his house, and then he took me, uh, he took me out for dinner. That's amazing. Like we went to a place and That's we like so had nice. prawns. He would have loved that. And I met his kids, and we That's were playing mad. on the beach. Like I have all these photos. Like it was so beautiful, and yeah. that gave me even more gratitude because I was like, yeah. man, this guy. He's the happiest dude in the world. Yeah. He literally made 70 bucks today. He got a white shirt and he's like on cloud nine. Like but he got more than 70 photo. bucks. He got a friend. Yeah. Man, yeah. I love that guy. I still yeah. send him messages. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've still like got a my driver on WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's really good. And he posts on Instagram. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, I'm so yeah. happy to see. I'm so happy to see people traveling with him because I it think, means that he's yeah. making money. Well, they're so happy to have tourists come back. Mm. And while I know like one of my friends was recently there just as they opened up the borders in the first week and like Bali barely had any motorbikes, like no one walking mm. or driving around the streets. So it's good the tourism is back there because the people need that. Yeah. They really do. Mm. Otherwise they've got no means to live, you know? Yeah. No no way of making money. Yeah, it's tricky. It was the same in Fiji. I'll have to mention this and then we'll have to do the last three questions to wrap it up of because course. we are or else I will get beaten in the car by oh my, my goodness, wife. Don't want that. <laughs> um but when I was in Fiji he was saying like I was on a um I was on a catamaran with with uh, with my wife and we were going to the Mamanuka Islands yep. and it was amazing. It was a gorgeous day yep. and we were out there and, and one of the guys came up and like all of them were saying to me, you play rugby? <laughs> was the size of it. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I used to. They're like, oh yeah, you like the All Blacks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so in, in, anyway, we were chatting and, and, and he was like, how was COVID for you? And I was like, oh, it wasn't the best. Like mm. I, I said, you know, luckily I was still able to work. My yep. wife was able to work. But I think, you know, it was very hard for some people. Yeah. You know, but I said, but the government did okay. And then, you know, for us. And then I said, how was it for you? And he goes, it was very hard. Mm. You know, and he said that he had to send his... So he lived in like the main city, which yep. is Suva. And yep. he sent his family back to the village where they were born because wow. he didn't have enough money to support the rent. Wow. And he lost his job because the tourism. Yeah, it stopped. Everything stopped. So he said he was literally kind of like homeless for like months, looking around for jobs, selling fruit on the side of the street. And then the government gave him like, I think it was $360. Yeah. I was like, oh, that was nice. And he said it was for five months. Wow. 
So he sent his family back there in the were village. Payments of seven, whatever it was. Yeah, like here, the, here there is yeah. people making more money yeah. Yeah. than they were previously on what, like seven hundred and fifty a yeah. week or something like that, and yeah. just squandering it and having no gratitude at all. And then there's this guy in Fiji who's literally like homeless, yeah. sending his family back to go live in like a farm while yeah. he's hustling out there trying to get a job. And he said that even now when he's working. His pay is getting deducted because the country's still in the red. Yeah, because they're trying I to mean, pay that back. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. not the country. The company's yeah. in the yeah. red because yeah. they they're not having any profit yet, so they're still really? trying to get out of the red. So he's like, "Yeah, man." He's just like, "I'm just so happy that you're here." And I was That's like, amazing. And he's like, it, "You know, and if you want to help, just come back to Fiji." But I mean, I knew of people here that earn you know six figures a year, and because their business was shut down, they were getting seven fifty a week from the government. Yeah, I worked right through COVID. I didn't get any money. I just got paid my normal job. Mm. So. Everything was backwards. Yeah, in people countries like that where there's no support. Yeah, it's horrible. I felt so bad after saying that COVID was hard. I was like, <laughs> "Wow, can I take that Maybe back?" You should have asked him the question first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you go first, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, wow. let's go to the last three questions because sure I got to yeah. jump off soon. Go for it. Question number one: What is something that you do every day that helps you become a better person? I have a to-do list which I write every month. At the moment, it's probably got 50 or 60 things on there. And every day I try and make sure I, I'd, I at least work on one of my to-do lists to tick off. And by doing that, I know I'm not procrastinating or wasting time. I'm moving forward to ticking mm. my goals off. So to me, that's bettering myself and bettering where I want to be. And what sort of things do you put on there? You like you don't have to tell us specific sure. things, but what's um, like something? Like I've got a feature film that I'm writing at the moment. I'm trying to finish the script. Uh, I'd like to do a gallery of all my work that like my travel photography because no one ever really gets to see that apart from on my website so I'd like to do that um fitness goals I think I've had them for about 20 years and I'm still not ticking them off so slowly day by day walks changing things you know it's, it's all about discipline changing my mindset so yeah to-do list for me do you get overwhelmed with like 50 or 60 things because I find that when I make the list too big like you can see the whiteboard over there in the corner yes I just five things on it. I just yeah, yeah but there was like 10 sometimes you put too much on there and it's scary well I do a different one every month mm. but sometimes there might be small things like clean your room yeah make your bed so important hang out the washing so hard to work with a dirty room whatever I can't do a dirty room messy room I messy say life that I've got the messiest room at the moment but I just messy room messy life take that home. <laughs> that's exactly right but uh, yeah but it could be little things you know read a book finish 10 pages of this whatever it is I've got to write it I've got to get it all out otherwise it just keeps going on in my mind mm. while I'm trying to do other things at the same time so mm. to do list is the big thing to do list yeah one book that has made you a better person you know what I don't read that many books. I think because when I read a book, I start on a page and I read that, go to the next page. I've just forgotten that last page. So I do that too, but I still enjoy books. You do? <laughs> it takes me so long to get through a book. But I have started doing audio books in recent times. and my friend. Well, Nick, everyone learns different, man. So that could be do. a better audio opportunity books, for you to digest I, I knowledge. I take it and I, I, yeah, I, I definitely hold it in there. So my friend Nick Brax wrote a book called Move Your Mind. He's also got a podcast in... That book he recently released. I think you told me about him yeah, last time. Yeah, I did. And uh, he did an audio book on the, on the book and it's an amazing book. So that was a good way of disciplining myself. Uh, I liked it. Very good book. Highly recommend it. What did you learn and move your mind? Um, so many people are stuck in the past dwelling on things that have happened in their life and why they got to the point they're at now and not concentrating on the present or the future because mm. you're too buried up in the past. So I guess the best way to move forward with your life is concentrate on now and realise every experience that you've had has put you in the place you're in today. So 
take the knowledge that you, all the pain you've gone through or everything and grow from that, you know. Mm. Pain means you're going. How do you how do you forget something that is in the past that you feel like is hard to drop because I know what I would say to yep. that person but I'd be yep. interesting to hear be interested um, to hear what you would encourage people to do in that time. A lot of people can't be by themselves. They have to constantly be doing something. They're not happy in their own company. If it was me, I would say to that person you need to become comfortable in your own company before you can go and deal with everything that you've gone through mm. um, or are going through, you know. I think if you're comfortable if you're in your own skin, you look at people that go to a restaurant and eat by themselves, you're like, oh, that's so sad. No, it's not. I think it's beautiful. I know someone who does that. Yeah. And he's ha- he's the happiest man it ever. And so I'm like, much, yeah. you're the man. It's true. Like you're, you're like, he's like even posting it on Facebook and yeah. Instagram. He's like, yeah, boy, look yeah. at these oysters. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, go you, man. Yeah, dude. It's the most powerful thing. Like I've traveled the whole world by myself. I've met friends overseas, but I've done it all by myself every time. Yeah. And I think it's the greatest reward I could have ever have is to be comfortable in my own skin. And it took me until I was 31 to get there. Mm. And now... Nothing can break me. It's great. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. Yeah. I think one thing I'd quickly add to that is yep. I think expressing yourself at that time, whatever that emotion is, yes. I think it's important to do that. Talk. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, or even just express. So, for me, uh, you know, to quickly touch on, you know, yep. what happened when I was younger, mummy, yep. uh, my mum passing away. Yeah. I cried so much. Yeah. And I but the thing is I didn't stop it. I was just like <laughs> I just I just cried yeah. it out. I cried with my dad, I cried 12, with my brother. Normal. Yeah. You know, that's I, your grieving I, process. I, I cried with my mentors. I cried so much. Even when I was 14, 16, like yeah. it took me so long. But now yeah. I probably couldn't cry because I've cried so many tears about yeah. it. That but but I've dealt with it. Yes. Like I'm like, I don't care if anyone makes fun of my mum, yeah. makes fun of me about anything. Like yeah. it makes me like so resilient because I've dealt yeah. with it. But if you don't, it still has yeah. And it like has power over you. Yeah. Like you really need to like express it all. So it's yeah. like almost you're free flowing out of it. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I would add to it. Quickly, last sure. one. <laughs> <laughs> We're cool. trying to push this um, a little bit quicker. So yeah. last question. What yeah. is one quote that makes you a better person? I love quotes. Quotes. Oh God, I've got so many quotes and I'm trying to think of one right now. Or top three. Top three. I'd love to grab my phone, but I can't. It's filming. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, You've got me on the quotes. Yeah. Um, Would you want me to share one while you think about please it? Please do. Okay, let me show you. So I read many quotes in the morning. Yep. I haven't got one in my head because I literally did a podcast a couple of days ago yep. and I and I used it all. Sorry, let me just find it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> keep thinking. Don't get bad, get even. <laughs> 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 Oh God, I'm useless with quotes. I've got so many that I love and they've really? all it escaped like, my it mind it right now. Like you've got none. Thank you. Appreciate that. It's been a pleasure. Goodbye. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I have many too. I read these every day. But um There is an Instagram page that I follow which is purely just a saying. And then it comes with a paragraph of words and it's the most incredible Instagram account. Mm. And I and I sometimes I screenshot and I print that page out and put it on my vision board yeah, so I can look good. at it every day. Yeah. I love stuff like that. That's good. Mate, so I love one and I put this in one of in one of my motivational emails that I send out. Yep. I'm actually on email nine nine nine. Yeah. Really? This is my next email is going to be my 1,000th email. No way. Yeah. I think I've got over 500 of them. 
<laughs> I do. You I seriously do. You're it's like, got some of the, no, I've never unsubscribed. Yeah, bro, like, leave me alone. It. I yeah. don't know how you come up with the content yeah. to write every day. A thousand emails. It blows my mind. Yeah, man. Well done. So here's a... Okay, so here's... So I'll say two to give you some time sure. to think. Sure, thank you. And this is from the Bible. Yeah. I love this ever since I went sure. to church and stuff. The power of the tongue is life and death. Those who love to talk will eat what it produces. Ooh. Ooh. I love that. Love that. I love that because I... I, I wanted to bring this into my life and say it every day because I found that it's so easy to gossip and it's yeah. so easy to say how shit things are. Yeah. But you eat what that produces. 100%. So the more you say that, the more that's going to you know, yeah. manifest in your life. So I really love that for trying to be positive. That's the same with like body shame. People go, I look fat. If you keep saying that, yeah. it's never going to change. You'll never change. Well, it's so hard when you tell yourself that story. Yeah. So this one is, I love this one. Um, Oh, a society grows great when old men plant trees in whose shade they know they shall never sit. Hmm. I like that. It's not really relevant to anything, but, no, it's, but I like it. it's more so Good about point. paying it forward and thinking about others before yourself and knowing yeah. that that effect may not be felt. Yes. You're still paying it forward. Like I see yeah. it as just, just being generous. Yeah. And not, open and not expecting anything. Yeah, it's not like oh, I'm doing this to receive this. You're yeah. like I'm just doing this so that people have it better. And like yeah, I, I suppose I'm going to experience that in fatherhood. And you yeah. know, you're just like you're doing things because you want them to have a better life. Yeah, you're also going to want to turn into one of those people that takes a billion photos of their child and plastered all over Facebook. It's going to be hilarious. I was actually joking about that with Kiki, like creating a baby. Isn't my baby Instagram. cute? Oh my god, it's the hottest <laughs> baby, the cutest baby in the world. Everyone says no, no, that no, about no. their child. Yeah, or like creating an Instagram account, like a, their name. And yeah, I was just like, and, I, ha- I have a friend. Though that and they post like they're like it's the baby writing the caption like hey guys <laughs> it's my first birthday I'm like Stop. the baby has no idea what you're <laughs> yeah. talking about I've, I've got a friend I'm not going to say which one they're like my baby is the most adorable baby in the world and then you look at you look at the child and you go oh my god like oh, how <laughs> who <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. so it's so funny where they do and they plaster photos all over Facebook I've had to unfollow a few of my friends yeah. uh, just because I'm they a post too much stuff you are yeah I still friends just yeah. unfollow like mute. But I think... So I don't see their posts. I think... I don't want to look at babies and all my feet. All my friends have children. They're all married with kids. Hello. I just, I just think... <laughs> I don't want to see that. Like... But I, you're about to be one. But also... no. Okay, I'm not, I'm not talking about babies. I'm just talking about people's content. I'm yeah. like, sometimes I just enjoy the person, yes. but I don't enjoy their content. True. Like, I yeah. don't care about what you care about, yeah. but I care about you. Mute it. Hmm. Don't unfollow. Yeah, I just guess unfollow is a bit harsh. Yeah, unfollow. You're dead to me. You're harsh. It's, how could you do that to me? I've done that to a lot of people. Really, yeah. I unfollowed someone the other day, and then two did days they, later they messaged and go, "Did yeah. you unfollow I've me on Instagram?" Before. And I'm like, "Must be an algorithm to know what you're talking about." And I was like, "Wow, you don't talk to them for three years, and then they message you two days after you unfollow them." People are so impacted. I've got my quote. Yes. Um, Quickly, because i got to go. Time is a companion which follows us on a journey and reminds us to cherish every moment because it will never come again. Hmm. That's one of my favorite quotes. I like that. Sayings, more than a quote, I guess. Can you say that one more time? Time is a companion which follows us on a journey and reminds us to cherish every moment because it will never come again because we're not immortal. I like it. Yeah. Well, that's one of my favorite ones that I love. Let's end it on that. Done. Anthony, I appreciate it, man. We'll have to do this again when we have more than 50 minutes. Yeah, we'll do it in season six. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds great. All right. See you, man. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. Take care.